Hello and welcome to the Zwift SBS podcast. Zwift is the app that connects you to cyclists all over the world and makes indoor training fun. There are structured workouts, training plans that are really easy to follow, online group rides, and why not try a few races? You can also organize a meetup with a bunch of friends. You might just have to make your own coffee at the end. With Zwift, you can even listen to this podcast while you ride around the Champs-Élysées. All you need is a bike, trainer, and the Zwift app. Get a free seven-day trial, no strings attached, at Zwift.com. Right on. Bonjour, 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 and uh, welcome to the Zwift SBS Cycling Podcast. Uh, before we start, let me uh, remind you that you can uh, download, stream, or subscribe to this podcast on our website, sbs.com.au slash uh, uh, cycling, <laughs> uh, or log a ride with our friends at Zwift. Uh, joining me is, of course, Dave McKenzie. How are you, Dave? Uh, I am fantastic. Uh, we are what? 12 days out from Christmas or something like that. Yes. It's about that. We're pretty close. <laughs> the presents are under the tree. We've never been um, that close. No, we've, this, yeah, I, I, I'm not sure if we've done a pod this close to Christmas. So um, certainly some Christmas cheer after this podcast. But there is a lot to wrap up, can I say, from accusations <laughs> to riders, from riders without contracts to... Team um, folding to, to, to To a rider charges being dropped to... <laughs> Yeah, there's so much, so, so much going on. To just to recap, we were not going to have a podcast to the mm. end of the year, but there's been so much on. There has. That you and I starting trading messages, going, "We got to put this. What about on this? Air. What about <laughs> that? What, yeah, we got to put this on air." My yeah, there, there is. There's plenty to chat about. Some good and bad, and dare I say it, we will a little bit of sad mm-hmm. news as well. So Absolutely, we'll get to all of this. Uh, let's start. But actually, where do we start? Where do we start? I think we have to start. <sighs> Let's start with BNB Hotel. This is the big developing story at the minute. Yeah, bombshell. Uh, BNB Hotel <sighs> was going to be a major team with allegedly we were at the Tour de France. We were told shoulda, coulda, and woulda. Yeah, but I've, I've been in that situation. <laughs> Sorry to laugh for the writers who were I know. potentially out of a job. Sorry, I'll, I'll explain. Explain it. We, we were told that something around 30 million could have been spent yeah. uh, between 15 and 20 million and 30 million could have been spent in a budget with a major sponsor Carrefour uh, then after that we had the city of Paris that came in there's yes. so many other sponsors but in the end there is nothing and this team that was aiming to go up one more level was really knocking at the door they didn't really win much but they were there they were always a wild card exactly the tour, weren't they being a French team and this team, from having too much ambition, have just hit the wall. They are no more. And, and that, that came out just a few weeks ago. And they're also they're... going to be a women's, I presume, yeah. a women's world tour team. Cavendish was rumoured, then, then it wasn't happening. Yeah. There was a, remember there was a press release that was about to go out and then it didn't go out. Um, welcome to the club. So you, you've uh, unfortunately in a way you've been there as well. In, yeah, in... not in a way. I totally have my brother, <laughs> but mine was in. Mine was so to give some context to that. Uh, it was the Linda McCartney team, mm-hmm. and it was actually the end of January when our team folded. We'd actually done the tour down under, got back to Europe, and then the team basically had no money. It was all it was all a front. It was all just a fraud, effectively, um, courtesy of the team manager at the time. But yeah, this is a. The same situation, I suppose. Um, the money wasn't there. Jerome Pinot was it, a former pro rider. Yep. He tried to sort of keep them. Uh, I guess he thought he had sponsors in the works, but he was obviously pretty desperate. The the big thing that has happened that was everything unfolding is they are a team registered in Brittany. 
they had the whole support of the Brittany region. Yeah. So they were all licensed in Brittany. Yeah. One of the main sponsors, as I just said, could have been the city of Paris. But in order to do this, they had to relinquish their attachment with the Brittany region. Yeah. They did this. They removed their license in Brittany. They moved their license, their cycling license into the region of Paris. They got done by the area of Paris. God knows why uh, and what happened there. But then the region of Brittany just went, that too late, mate. Yeah, done. we're done. So well, there, there's been some bridges massively burnt in this in this there, area as there's well. There's been a lot go on, and look, I've got some eyes and ears on the ground. I'm not going yeah. to <laughs> mention his name, but he's reasonably close because he knows a couple of riders mm-hmm. uh, from the team. And in my friend's opinion, basically, he thinks there's a few riders that were mas- massively overpaid. And in his words, washed up. So probably overpaid riders. We've seen that before. It's not the first time. Um, he tried. Uh, he thought that Pinot sort of he, he, he affiliated his team identity a bit too much with Breton region uh, to be a Breton team and make the part, riders part of Breton. Mm-hmm. And then, as you've just said, you know, there was this talk suddenly. Then it was going to be a Parisian team, and so you know, it all just got a bit too messy in the end. And I think. The bottom line is, he was obviously pretty desperate, and, and yeah. that's not a that's not a criticism. It's a mm-hmm. fact because when you haven't got the sponsors and you keep trying to hang on to something, and he's waited until the twelfth hour to tell the riders. Um, and look, two of the oh, from an Australian perspective, Chloe Hosking, what did she say? To say that I'm caught up the proverbial creek without a paddle is an understatement. Yeah. So she's one of the riders that had signed for this team, and I believe Nick Schultz, mm-hmm. the Aussie, who left. Um, bike exchange. Remember, he got that second place in the stage of the tour. So I have, we haven't heard anything. I reached out to Chloe earlier this morning, but she hasn't been able to get back to me. So um, let's hope that sorts out for them and all the other riders. There's probably 40 riders yeah. in total, yeah. men and women. Yeah. This is a big deal. And we'll talk a bit more about him as well, but uh, Cavendish uh, is caught out on on, on this, uh, yeah. this this as well. Uh, if we if I was just a, a bit cynical, learn French with uh, uh, with this. How do you say mess in French? This is bordel. Bordel. This is bordel. Au grande casino in Italian. <laughs> <laughs> this is a complet, a bordel complet. Yeah. Uh, so this is how much as we can say about this at the minute on the BNB hotel. Have we heard everything about it? Is it folded? Is it finished? Is it, is it the end of the story? It's, it's done. done. Yeah. I mean, it's. That's right. It's everything I've seen and heard, and and through my contacts there, it's done. It, the team is over. Um, so that's and obviously we, we we saw that that tweet from Chloe Hosking as well. So that's a real shame. Um, so it shakes things up a bit. And yeah. look, all of the teams for the World Tour and for the Pro Conti level, etc., have just been announced as well. Mm-hmm. So it's all set in stone now. The year, the following year, twenty twenty three. Yeah. So, so maybe someone like Chloe Hodgkins or someone like Nick Schuchs might be lucky and find a. Are they still have a chance to find a last minute yeah. seat somewhere? Is it is there still room uh, somewhere or is it pretty they, tight? Possibly. There was a couple of teams that were asked the question about Cavendish and said, "Would you take him?" And they said, "Well, our, our roster's done. It's yeah. complete." Teams are a lot more organised these days. However, Simon Clark. Yeah. Let's cast our minds back. Mm. In January, here in Australia, he was racing the Bay Crits in a black jersey. In July, he was winning a stage of the Tour de France. Yeah, absolutely. It's one of those great stories. So you would think Cavendish has got a contract. One of his good friends, I think Peter Kenyuk, um, retired Englishman who, who rode for Sky, etc., 
good friend of Cavs, he has been quoted as saying he has a contract for next year. We just don't know who. Yeah. So I'll be interested to see. There's a there's plenty of rumours floating around about Cav, but there has been mm-hmm. for months. I don't read into any of them until I see something concrete. So I think we can just wait and see now. Mm-hmm. But he, he will race. But bear in mind, he'll be 38 next yeah. year's Tour de France. Cav will be, I think, 38 but years old. He only did one win to enter history forever. Do you think forever. they're conspiring against him? Lefebvre, yeah. ASO. <laughs> get on the dog and bone to Christian Prudhomme. Let's, come on, mate. Come just on, give, him, just give him one more shot at it. <laughs> he deserves it. Just make a stage for him. Just make a stage for yeah. him. Somewhere uh, he's won every, every, every time he's been there. You know? <laughs> it's true. Hey, just while we're on the subject of teams, if I can just give a big shout out because there's there's two points actually I'd like to make. One is for the very first time in the women's peloton, there has been a greater number mm-hmm. of uh, candidacy teams. Uh, is that the right word? I'm yeah, not sure candidacy team, two number of licenses. Two number of licenses. So 15 women's world tour teams. There was something like, I think, 19 or 20 that um, applied for it. So few have missed out, but that's a good thing. Yeah. It means that it is growing, it's healthy. So that's that's fantastic news for the women. And I want to be, give a big shout out to the New Zealand Bolton Equities yes. Black Spoke team. They move up into UCI Pro Team. So they effectively move up now into Division 2. So they have the opportunity to get a wild card start out, of course, some of the big one-day races and potentially a Grand Tour, like the Vuelta, for example. This is what, a team what, what would be, actually, on, on a team like this, uh, and you know them relatively yeah. well, what would be a measure of success for them? Like, uh, for a, the, a for the 2023? Yeah, like a, a Paris-Roubaix, a Liège-Bastogne-Liège. As or, in a start. As in a start, yeah. What, what uh, would be... Well, I think they've got to look at what they're what they're capable of as a team. I know I know of a few of the riders on the team. Mm-hmm. They've, they've signed a bunch of new riders. I think they've signed majority New Zealand riders, which is amazing. Yeah. You think of a nation of six million people. Um, but they've got a few foreigners as well. I would think they will they will aim for the small stage races. Um, like so two, the, two of Poland and that, that yeah, sort of that, yeah, exactly. One mm-hmm. week stage races like that. And then if they somehow got a wild card start at, say, a race like Ghent-Wevelgum, something like that, I think they could perform well at, get a really high result. And on a, you know, on an outside chance, you know, all the luck go their right way, good legs, their best rider gets protected. They could potentially win a race like that. Mm-hmm. I really think they could. So I think that's that, that will be the measure of success for them. Um, but to get to this point, it's, it's been, you know, put it into some context, the team started when COVID hit. Yeah. So for, for the first two years, they barely raced overseas. They did get over to Europe, in fact. But the fact that you've got a backer, Murray Bolton, who is the financier of the team, a little bit similar to Jerry Ryan, I guess. and He's a Kiwi version of Jerry Ryan. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, he wants bang for his buck. Mm-hmm. He's passionate, without a doubt. But when your riders don't get to race much in the first two years, for management, you'd be getting a little bit nervous. So they've done really well to sort of keep, that passion there, and then obviously he's been really happy. They won, um, they won the the rankings of this year now uh, for the continental level, yeah. and that's what's pushed them up amongst other things, budget included, into the next level. So, so very good news. Yeah, uh, great news across the Tasman. Mm, Is that how yeah. we say it? across the Tasman? Yeah, yeah across the ditch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> across the ditch. <laughs> From the Frenchman, our brothers in New Zealand. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, so th- that that is actually a fantastic news. Uh, let's say on a positive vibe. Uh, or, or the much like the the, the yeah because we got some we got some <laughs> some bad stuff coming but yeah uh, Giro 
uh, next year. Mm. There's a lot of riders that are having a look at, at the Giro. Uh, we're talking Remco. I'm fun- a bit disappointed about the Remco. Wow. I want him to go to the Tour, but he'll get there eventually. Yeah. But gee, I would have loved to I'm see not, not him, sh- yeah. Bernal. Yeah. Uh, Vingago, Pogaccia, wouldn't that have been a great battle? I, I, reckon, I don't know, there's a side of me that we know Lefebvre, and we talk about Lefebvre in, in a second as well, but maybe Lefebvre wants to go Vuelta, Giro, and then the, the big one, the Tour, and he's completing oh, the, be a method. the whole thing. There's a method behind it. Yeah, yeah totally. And I was, gonna, I was going to say method to the madness, but it's not madness also, at all. Also, Remco's got a score to settle with that race. He does. And maybe that's what he wants. He wants to settle that score, then yeah. become even greater. But He knows, he knows he's got time on his hands. Mm-hmm. He's young he's still he, how do we know he's not even at his peak yeah he's world champion he's won a grand tour in yeah. the same year that's phenomenal isn't yeah it? absolutely um so so remco pedersen is that yeah, look yeah as Matt well? pedersen to a lower standard uh oh, i would say lower standard you hate if we say this but uh, wine bargain is looking at the gym he's as well. going yeah yeah but that's an interesting no, one no, because good. he's been the darling of the french he'll be crowd. an animator too mm-hmm. at the giro there'll be less pressure you know, a lot of the French riders, they feel the pressure on yeah. home soil, biggest race in the world. And then they go to the Giro, um, like Roman Bardet. You mm-hmm. know, they, they they sort of thrive on occasions because yeah. there's, but there's, there's not s- the media presence, there's not the pressure. Um, and they see another side of a Grand Tour. Mm. They see a different type of Grand Tour. Yes. Yeah. You know, other than what the pressure uh, uh, of the French or the Vuelta could do. Yeah. They see something different. The Giro is, ex- is, is said to be exciting. Yeah. Uh, it always is, isn't it? But yeah, you're someone right. that's not going to win this draw is Jai Hindley. Because Jai Hindley is, is, <laughs> and we're is... happy about that because he's going to the tour. Exactly. Well, that's the talk. And before that, he'll be at TDU. Yeah, that's I'm excited about introing him at TDU now as a as a Giro. Uh, it's, it's going to be, that is going to be a, a fantastic week just to celebrate. Not just him, but hopefully Simon Clark will be there as well. You know, the guys that have had some some really great success and the women as well. Um, Grace Brown, I'm pretty sure, will yeah. be at TDU. Spratty, I'm presuming they'll all be out there. So, yeah, yeah it'll be a good, um, good start to the year. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, just to conclude on, on the Giro, how excited are you for the Giro on a level uh, one, 1 to 10? Yeah, pretty pumped. Pretty pumped. I, I think I'll be taking a group, a tour group, believe it or not, not to the Giro, but to Italy okay. later in the year. So, um, you know, it's a good, um, it'll be a good, good teaser. Yeah. Yeah, good teaser. <laughs> Definitely. Absolutely. Uh, anything else positive on your list? Because after that, I've got some well, relatively negative stuff. So. All right. I've got, I think this is positive news and this could be in your negative box as well. Is it the Dutch? Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can I say it? We understand each other. Matthew van der Poel, assault convictions. And we shouldn't, laugh joke we're not joking about this but yeah. it's 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 a positive thing because the salt convictions have been overturned what we're talking about is the Wollongong incident it wasn't in Wollongong it was at a hotel actually just outside of Sydney airport yeah. the two girls who were bashing on his door repeatedly through the night uh, young teenagers in fact and he chased them <laughs> to their room or to yeah. their door I think he grabbed one by the arm and pushed another one anyway the that from what we understand is the extent of it I believe that's all it was. Mm. He was pretty angry. Uh, he then subsequently pulled out of the world champs. Anyway, those convictions have been overturned. He's effectively on a 12-month good behaviour bond. If he ends up in Australia again and something happens again, he might be in trouble. That's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think that's a good outcome, and I think it's a really fair outcome. He's had no history whatsoever mm-hmm. of being an angry little man, <laughs> apart from on the bike when he's little, racing. Until little, uh, little angry, big, yeah, big man. Big man. Um, yeah, so I think I think that's a fair fair result. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, that was not in my positive side, but uh, no, that wasn't okay. in your negative one. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, it's just like it was, let's say it was in the middle. I mean, the uh, whole thing was ridiculous. Yeah. Just to just mm -hmm. to round off on that discussion, it was crazy, wasn't it? Yeah, and like, then he I don't know if it was ridiculous. It was just crazy. Like who would have planned this? It's you like it's, it. it's like a three-legged dog winning a stage. Uh, uh, at, yeah, at winning a stage at the Giro. Giro. <laughs> <laughs> Almost winning a stage. <laughs> so it's the sort of thing you can't write. No, it, no, no. And this is the beauty of our sport. Yeah. It's a bit uh, crazy. But anyway, Mathieu Van der Poel is cleared of his story. Yeah. Uh, that, that must have affected him a little bit mentally, though. Don't you think? Or yeah, is he, is well, he strong I'm, enough to pass no, that? It would. He's only human, isn't he? He's a... You know, in the court case was in Australia. He didn't attend, obviously, um, but he had an Australian lawyer, I presume, that, that you know, fought on his behalf and pleaded his case. Um, but no, it would affect you a little bit. And I imagine he would have had some pretty good legal advice. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's good it's behind him. And it's good that there was nothing more than that. Mm -hmm. So I think yeah. common sense has prevailed. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, let's talk about some of the uh, the transfer we've seen and and, and riders mm. leaving the scene as well. Pierre Roland is retiring. Yes, just announced uh, it. That's uh, yeah. been announced. Just and that's last... part of the B and B fallout, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, he said he said he is sad to go on this on these terms and everything, but he hasn't got. He's got few. He said he had a few more years in his legs, probably not enough in his head to fight to find another team. Well, you um, know what I've just seen? before, Just before we've come to air right now, I did see a tweet is that apparently he said he had a few other offers on the table, probably small offers, yeah. and he said, no, you're better off you're better off giving it to a young guy. Yeah, exactly. Which is pretty cool if that's the case. I want, that's, that, that's, that's, cool. that's what I've read as well and I yeah. wanted to mention it because mm. he's done uh, 17 years as a professional or 15 years as a professional, 13 Tour de France. Two stage example. wins, yeah. including Alpe d'Huez. I think Giro stage win as well. Yeah. 12 wins as a, a pro. And, and, a, and in the French language, so that you know, he became a bit of a legendary uh, person because uh, there's this whole thing about attack par Pierre Roland, attack par Pierre Roland, which is what caught several times on uh, the, the the tour radio. Yeah, and they, as a joke on Twitter or anything, a lot of people wait for attack for Pierre Roland. Attack <laughs> <would> Pierre Roland. <laughs> so yeah. it sort of started well, something he was, around this. He was an animator, wasn't mm -hmm. he? No, so yeah, we wish him all the best in yeah. his. And you know, you hope riders like that stay in the sport. Um, you know, yeah. uh, you so, hope he's still yeah. got some motivation and Absolutely. passion for the sport, which I'm sure he has. Now, somebody else we have to talk about, Miguel Angel Lopez. This oh, is another saga goodness. that is animated. You see why we had to do a podcast? We are, what is it, 18 minutes in, we haven't taken a breath and we are not talking I know. about a whole this case. This is why we're, we've still got about 15 <laughs> minutes to go, by the way. So if you're uh, but listening, this could have stick been, around. This could have been the subject of a whole podcast. Yeah. And it's now only the number, item number, what, seven, seven yeah. eight? So <laughs> let's go. Can we just yeah, give us some insights? Well, let's go back, shall we? Let's just remind ourselves and remind you, the listener. Miguel Angel Lopez was with Movistar. Remember, he withdrew with a day to go in the Vuelta. He stepped off the bike at the feed zone and just, he basically spat the dummy. I was going to say, spat the, the dummy. Absolutely. Yep. Threw the toys out of the cot. Movistar then parted ways with him on a mutual agreement. He then goes back to Astana, which is where he'd come from. Mm -hmm. He, and now, there was some murmurings throughout the year that things weren't rosy. And he wasn't, let's face it, he wasn't performing probably at his very best or what we'd expect and what he'd expect. So therefore what the team would expect from him. But now Astana has terminated his contract for probable connection with a certain doctor 
who has been under some serious investigations for possible drug trafficking and money laundering amongst a group of people. Mm -hmm. And some more information has come to light. It hasn't been released, but the team have said probable connection. So now Miguel Angel Lopez has rebutted that with a statement. Look, I've read it, but I haven't got any notes in front of me, effectively saying I'm innocent of... I've never tested positive. That's a new one. We've heard, we've heard that before. <laughs> that's new. So shall we trust yeah, that? Yeah, oh, geez. Yeah, that's, I know as soon as I say that, you just go, oh, no. That's new. And he's going to fight it, though. So this may well end up in the courts. But I dare say he won't fight it. No, and, because and, I think – and look, the, the crazy thing of this, and I'm not trying to sort of throw mud at Astana, but – they haven't had the cleanest reputation exactly. themselves over the years, I mean, have they? Vino so, Yeah. Like, I'm just saying well, let's this. Let's be honest. I, I, no allegation. I just put the name there. Vino Kurov yeah. owns so, the team. Yeah. So so the fact that they are now drawing a line in the sand is good. If if it is if it is true, and if these accusations are true, then good on Astana because they, they sort of need to clean up their act and create a better image for themselves. So, But someone like Superman Lopez, though, uh, which... Let, He's been an animator in racing. Mm. He's he's been there and thereabouts, and he always was quite entertaining to watch on 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 mountain uh, stages. But uh, have we seen the last of him? Because uh, there's no other team that's going to touch a yeah, guy. I think that is... he could end up in a Colombian team. He could okay. end up in a smaller team. So you you may be right, but you you'd think that there is always one team that will say, you know what, we can try. We can get the best out of this guy. We'll create an environment for him that, you know, is good. We'll work with him. I'd like to hope so. Mm -hmm. um, if if he is indeed, you know, it, 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 he's he's right in saying that he has no connection at all with this so-called doctor. So, but that one will play out. That is going to play out over the next month. And again, the other side of it is there may be a team for him, but it's December. Yeah, it's exactly. Almost January. Exactly. So he's running out of time, isn't he? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's go back to uh, our dear old friend, uh, Mark Cavendish, who is uh, mm. running out of time. I just want to have a proper section on Mark Cavendish because it's, there's a whole <laughs> saga on this Mark is, Cavendish. This is, two, this is section 1B. Yeah. <laughs> Where are we on Mark Cavendish? I've got Woman, uh, human power. Yes. As a, yeah, I've a, written that down too. As as a potential team. Human so, powered health. Yeah, which I knew as a women's team. Yeah. Uh, but they also have a men's team, which is a. Uh, uh, I didn't know that. No, they're, they're, they're a small. Team, but, I don't know much about yeah. them. I'll confess. Small US team. Um, apparently, they're about to bolster their their um, budget, and with that, possibly could come Cav. Let's say that happens. Mm -hmm. Are they going to get a start at the tour? I I don't think so. Yeah. I don't know. I mean he, he is a star. And but this would be a massive decision for ASO because yeah. they have they always have those few small French teams. There's one less now with yeah. B and B gone. But this this would cause a bit of a problem too for other but, um division two teams that are vying for that wild card spot. And and they're very strict on it as well, uh, rightly or wrongly. But I'm just ASO. Gonna, yeah, ASO, because I'm just going to throw that name here. You know X, which was a Scandinavian team, yep. didn't get a look-in as a wild card where the tour started in their home country of Denmark. Yes, yes. Uh, and they were really knocking at the door on results, not absolutely, on money. Absolutely, absolutely. So how is that team going to get a card, a wild card at the Tour de France? Well, it's purely impossible. Cav. It's yeah, purely, it's purely cav. Cav. And, and okay, you can, and this is where he's got 
you know, Uno X, Cav is the X factor. Yeah. He won four stages two years ago. He's won, what, 30-something mm-hmm. now. It's ridiculous. He holds the – he's got the equal record with Merck. So, yeah, it's – do, do, I believe he's signed. Not Maybe not with them. I don't know who he's signed with, but I'm going to go on the words of Peter Kenyuk if it's true. So I believe Cav has a contract so now. So that's already – Tell us already. Yeah, just no, put it out there. Of it. No. Maybe they're waiting for the big, you know, they want to do the big bells and whistles announcement. Um, okay. Interesting. Yes. Um, anything else on your list? Um, yeah. Can we just can we just take a sidestep for a moment? Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to pay tribute yep. to the tragic story and the tragic um, um, circumstances of yeah. David Rebelin. Yeah. Um, being hit by a truck and yep. killed um, what, a couple of weeks ago. And now. he just retired. Devastating. Yep. Yeah, it's really devastating. And it's what it's also done, and we'll talk a bit more about Rebellion and, you know, the champion that he was, um, but it's only a couple of years, uh, sorry, no, more than a couple of years now, 2017, Michele Scarponi yeah. was also hit by a truck yep. at training. So it's brought back a lot of bad memories for a lot of the Italian fans. I mean, the Italians had a very bad run. They've had this. a bad run. Yeah. They have had a really Unlucky bad run. run, I should say. And, and the Reveling one is is crazy because he had a 30-year career. Yeah. And we all joked 51? about him. Yeah, 51, 52. Yeah. We all joked about him continuing on to race. He was still getting results you know, yeah. up, up until a few years ago. And he had a send-off race in Monaco, I yeah. believe. Absolutely. A few days before. A few days before. Yeah. Yeah. So, like... It's what are the chances? Yeah. It's like sliding door moment. Um, so that's just tragic. And there were some great um, tributes from from former teammates, from current riders, from past riders, from from race organisers, uh, from the Giro d'Italia itself. Yeah, he was. From all accounts, I didn't know him. Uh, I would have raced against him on a couple of limited occasions. That's yeah. how far back he raced. <laughs> it's it's. Yeah, tragic. So yeah, rest in peace, David Rebellin. Yeah, yeah. There, there's been there, there's been a few sad stories there. Then Benito as well died. Uh, the French rider Juan Benito yes, yes. as well passed away in. in we don't unknown... know the circumstances no, of that he, one. His body was found in in Bali, and yeah. not too sure what happened there. But it's there... a sad end to the year, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. There's been some really sad story towards the, the end of the year. Absolutely. Yeah. And then and just for you listening, we know they're not great stories, but I think we should give them respect and pay tribute. And that's why we yeah. bring them up. And absolutely. Yeah, and, and not as a, just a segue at the end of the program. No, uh, not, at all. Absolutely, not at all. Uh, yeah. absolutely sad. Do you have anything else? Um, look, there's a couple of things. I'm looking through my notes here. I think we've covered off most things. Um, one one little tidbit for you. Egan Bernal, yep. he has been smashing out the kilometers. Yeah. I saw him out. I saw him out. I wasn't, I wasn't <laughs> in Columbus. I saw him on social media. He's been posting a lot on social media. Pouring rain. Have you seen the footage? Yeah, absolutely. he did something like 250 kilometers, seven hours on the bike. But he's on his way back. I, I guess that's what he needs to do yeah. to, ca- to catch up in the last two years. Yeah, the, the sport went way up. Yeah, so he'll he'll start his season apparently in uh, Vuelta San Juan, I think, okay. uh, early on in the year. I think it's February or early Feb. So he's, he's he'll he'll be looking to kickstart his season really quick mm-hmm. um, because he's obviously had. He, he raced two races, didn't he, at the end of the season? But he'll want to get going pretty quickly. Yeah. And all things considered, you would imagine he will be at the Tour de France. Yeah. yeah. So that's, let's hope so. It would be nice as well to see him. Back it would. I want to see him back to his best. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. We're nearly doing towards the end of this podcast and we are 27 minutes in, roughly. 
I want you and I to have a chat about a time trial finish of the Tour de France in 2024. In 1989, it was the worst finish ever. I'm not taking any comment on this one. <laughs> we are we are re-enacting uh, this in 2024 so, in okay. Nice. Um, I'll ask you a question then on it. Yeah, I, I won't on, talk about 1989. Do you think it's at all possible that in 2024 there could be a Frenchman and an American possibly <laughs> fighting it out. <laughs> uh, chances are probably close to nil. It's probably close to nil, isn't it? Yeah. Like jokes aside, <laughs> can you imagine that? Yeah. If that was an actual... Yeah. Um, but but I think it's cool. I, I, do you? Yeah, I think it's cool. Paris is, is always there. He's always going to be there for the tour. And look, we got back obviously this year and wasn't it such a an amazing mm -hmm. feeling? You, you, you had the feels. It, it gives you the feels when you're yeah. on the Champs-Élysées. But one year... To, to miss it because of the Olympics, I think it'll be. I think it'll be so exceptional. I changed my thinking on this one because I always thought it's not cool to finish on the time trial. But let's let's that's me. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Let, let, let's go back to uh, let's go back to it on on this one. Imagine if the Tour de France this year would have been in the last stage with a time trial, like not the penultimate stage, yeah. but the last the one, very on the last, time trial. Yeah. or the two years ago. You know, we could have seen something change on the last day. This is going to bring the race up until the last day. And well, you I, hope so. Yeah, I there's hope, no yeah, guarantees, I hope so. but you hope so. And ASO will be trying to manufacture. Yeah, absolutely. That in a way, with my, the, with my the course point, route. my point uh, uh, against the 1989 uh, format, and it's not because Fignon lost it. It is also because you Fignon lost it. But... Brother. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will never move on, Maka. It is the worst time in history. Oh, that's me. bad, isn't it? That's bad. But, Sorry, continue. Uh, but but Prudhomme made a very good point on this when he said it was the worst day of cycling because not so much the winner or the loser, but it's seeing one person at a time on the Champs Elysees is an ugly sight. It's not nice. It's not it was, entertaining. I mean, let's. It's the place. Yeah, let's let's. And to be really fair, I mean, unless you were actually there in '89. Yeah. It was a TV event Absolutely. and it was an amazing TV event. It was mind-boggling. You know, um, I, I was watching, we used to get Australia before SBS had the rights. We used to get the American version um, and it was very sort of high-pitched, high high-powered, mm -hmm. you know, sort of sort of edited sort of within a, within an inch of itself. But it was it was really good coverage, in fact. And that's what it was. I think if it was, if you were there watching it, you potentially wouldn't have had any idea mm -hmm. how close it was until it was all finished. Yeah. Um, you wouldn't be there. You wouldn't have been there with a stopwatch, really knowing. Yeah. Um, on the Champs Elysees, so I tend to agree with that. Yeah. But but the fact that it's in Nice, and let's also re-encapsulate this as well. Uh, it's in Nice because the Olympics are in Paris. Mm. Uh, it's not because the Tour de France do not want to be part of the 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 Olympics. I mean, in an ideal world, they would have loved, I would assume, to have finished on the Champs Elysees at the same time of the Olympics. But the local authorities have said uh, there is no way we will have another event at the same time as the Olympics are on. They actually passed on the law last uh, few weeks that said no other event that more than that can drag more than five thousand people in the streets will be allowed. At the same because time, they need more security. Exactly, more it's all about yeah. the police. It's all about yeah. securing the. Event. And that's a, that's actually a smart. It's actually decision. wise. Yeah, it's wise. Know? Yeah, you don't think of that. Yeah. In the, and I sort of thought, outside of that, I thought, good, take the tour away. Let let Paris, let the Olympics have Paris, mm -hmm. and and because otherwise it could be overshadowed, which sounds crazy with the Tour de France, mm -hmm. but it potentially could be. 
But yeah, I, I think for all the above okay, reasons, okay. it's good. Okay, you love it. You love it, this one. I'll, I'll, let, you, I'll let this one slide. Okay. <laughs> hey, um, Anything else? Yeah, sorry. There are, well, we will wrap up with reminding everyone that it's going to be a big January. Everything's back on. Huge. Pretty much except that Herald Sun Tour. Bay Crits, Nationals, Tour Down Under, of course, and the Cadells race yep. is back. So that that is great. But on our side of the fence, cycling tips. Yes, yes. A, a fantastic online um, resources resource. Yeah. Cycling news um, website. Wade Wallace, the man who began it many years ago, um, he's since sold cycling tips. But they've they've just they'd fired four of their really good riders. Yeah. Um, one being one of our friends and colleagues, Matt Deneuf, yeah. a Melbourne guy. Kaylee Fretz, another one. There were two others as well. A couple of people have um, quit. What's going on? Yeah, he's been... A, a, and a, even Wade is sort of... He's made a couple of comments online, but advertising this is a bit sad, money, isn't it? You know, it's probably down, down to, to this. It's not, yeah. not much more than this, but it's he also proves that, you know, this, this online, we're all getting stuff for free and yeah. no one pays yes. for extra content. It's becoming a real... And because you notice more and more now, a lot of these cycling sites, yeah, um, and even pro cycling stats, I think, are going to put in a a small fee, uh-huh. which I say fair enough. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's an At amazing resource, um, and some of these websites are incredible, and yeah, they're free websites. So, really... so we would say pay if you want to pay, yeah, uh, and support because it's it's in it's a, a way like supporting this podcast. The we're going to start putting up a fee. <laughs> you can't say this. You won't be able to listen to it. <laughs> this is not the April Fool Day podcast. <laughs> this is a Christmas day. <laughs> now, uh, the thing is, this podcast people have already paid for it because yeah. it's already, it's with SBS, so yes, <laughs> it's yeah, that's never right. going to be they are. Uh, you are, it's free. It's free. Yeah. Uh, anything else? No, I think we've done. Everything. I think. I think we've. Just about hey, bang on covered thirty, 30 something everything. minutes, pretty uh, good. Absolutely, we yeah. still good. We still have it. Uh, I want to finish this podcast to say thank you to you, Maka. Uh, you've been an amazing support the whole year. We've done loads. We've done. I've lost count, but it's going to be about a hundred. It's more. Been, yeah, it's it been, would. It's yeah. been loads, but we, we've been all across Europe and everything. What do you so. think? Yeah, <laughs> no, you're welcome. And likewise, back at you, we 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 get on well. And for you, for, only for you at home who don't only know, when? only no, when? we get on great. <laughs> Outside of work as much as with work. But what do you reckon was our t- most tense moment this year? I, I tell you which one my <laughs> tense moment this year. You were not here. But uh, I would put uh, in uh, my top five. Uh, now, actually, I've got a top one. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, I can't remember the city I was in Spain. But the having to run a live show at 11 a.m. in the Spain, in the Vuelta village. With, with ropey Wi-Fi. With ropey Wi-Fi. <laughs> and... Every, everything you set up, but then the village, I, I'll give you the quick story. I set up the whole thing. I asked the officials, what time does the village open? Yeah, two o'clock. No problem. No problem. Okay, I'm cleared. Start the podcast live and 1101, they bang on the music and the choo-choo train comes oh, that's in. That's right. That's right. I remember now. I remember. That I wasn't was there, tense. obviously, but yes. <laughs> that was tense. What, uh, what, I reckon, what's yours? Okay, I reckon our tense moment, and this isn't that bad, really, and we won't go into details, but you and I road tripped um, from the start, of yes. course, in Denmark down to Lille. <laughs> yes. <laughs> thousand kilometers, just you and I. With our PPE mask. <laughs> we, we survived. We survived. But we had our moments. <laughs> we survived. We come out the other side. 
that was probably it. So if that's as bad as it gets, <laughs> then hey, I'll take it. But um, out of this thing, I've learned that uh, mussels are a seasonal product because I could not get mussels in Lille. Remember this? Couldn't get in Lille. In Lille. Oh, they, that's right. They, Correct. They laughed at me. Yeah, and that and that sort of just tipped us over. <laughs> yeah. We were like, oh, okay, this okay, <laughs> everything else has failed, but at least we'll go get mussels. Yeah. And then we're like, oh, no, uh, uh, not mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. Um, mate, thank you. You put a mountain of work in, and for you listening at home. He puts this thing together, produces it. Thank you. I just get on and talk. Yes, I do my homework, but you produce this thing. And uh, hopefully let's let's bring on a big a lot, year lot more. of not just TV, but of podcasting absolutely. in 2023. 20, absolutely. And then a massive shout out to the Catch Proton. You guys have been absolutely amazing. Yeah. We hope you enjoy this year of podcasting with us. And we hope to bring you a lot, 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 lot more in the next year to come. Thank yeah. you, Michael. Thank you, everyone. Thank you very much. And thank you, yes, to the listeners and viewers throughout the year. Absolutely. This was the uh, Zwift SBS Cycling uh, Podcast. Before we go, let me remind you that you can uh, download, strip uh, or subscribe to this podcast on our website, sbs.com.au slash cycling or log a ride with our friends at Zwift. Until next time, next year, it's bye for now. Before we go, a quick word from our sponsor, Zwift. When it comes to sport, I always tell my kids, rule number one, have fun. On Zwift, fun is fast. Tour de France winner Geraint Thomas uses it. So too does Mathieu van der Poel. And Australia's Neve Bradbury Zwifted her way to a world tour contract. One of my favourite things on Zwift is seeing the flags of people from all around the globe that I get the chance to ride with. I love the structured workouts, doing meet-up rides with friends, and when I'm feeling strong, doing a few races. They definitely hurt, but they are fun. It's easy to get started. All you need is a bike, trainer, and the Zwift app. Visit Zwift.com and hopefully I'll see you on there soon. Ride on.